0: This is Comic Shanigans episode eight hundred and eighty one Comic Reviews of the Week of Wednesday, may twenty sixth. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. This is episode eight hundred and eighty-one. I cannot believe we're almost uh, at episode nine hundred. I'm your host Adam Chapman, and uh, today is our reviews episode for books from the week of Wednesday, May twenty-sixth. Um, this is coming out pretty late because it's already June, um, but uh, you know, better late than never. Um, so I'm only talking about three books today, but some of the books that came out on the twenty-sixth include, and there's actually quite a number of them. There's Action Comics ten thirty-one, Alien number three, Black Panther number twenty-five, Robins versus Suicide Squad seven. Um, part of the I guess, DC's Round Robin. Uh, got Detective Comics, uh, Heroes Reborn, Magneto and the Mutant Force, Heroes Reborn, Seed Society, Heroes Reborn, Young Squadron, Heroes Reborn, Number Four, Maestro, Warren Pax, uh, we have Miles Morales, Spider Man, Mir- uh, sorry, Mr. Miracle, The Source of Freedom, uh, there is New Mutants, Reptile, Robin, Star Wars, Darth Vader, which is a uh, part of the ongoing War of the Bounty Hunters. Uh, There's also um, Star Wars Dr. Aphra, also connected to that. There's the Stargirl Spring Break Special, uh, Strange Adventures, number 10 of 12, Teen Titans Academy, number 3, The Marvels, number 2, and X-Men, number 20. Uh, So that's everything that came out on May 26th, except for the three books that I'll be talking about. First up is Batman Superman, number 18. Uh, i got to say, I'm actually really digging and enjoying this book. It's a little bit all over the place in terms of, you know, I'm not always sure exactly what's happening, but... Um, I'm really enjoying it. It's fun. Um, I feel like it, you know, it's really playing with things. It's you know, got these other kind of weird reality versions of Superman and Batman. The, they're not from this, their own same reality, but now they're interacting with each other. Um, I'm kind of enjoying that, and the whole idea of it's kind of wound in this other, uh, you know, kind of uh, what's the word storyline that's happening to the main characters. I'm actually really digging it and enjoying it. It's different. Uh, It's uh, you know definitely yeah I would say different is probably the best way to put it because it's not your typical Batman Superman story and I really enjoy that about it Uh, beautiful artwork by Yvonne Reyes and Jose Luis I don't know if that's pronouncing it right or not they're doing the pencils inks by Danny Miki and Jonas Trindad uh, you got Sabine Rich on colors. I'm just butchering everyone's name today. Uh, Seda Temofonte on letters, and it's written by Jean Lewin Yang. And uh, I'm really dig- digging this. I think it's really. I'm, I'm really curious where it's going, how it's like, what the ending is going to be like. But so far, I think this is uh, immensely entertaining. So I would definitely recommend it. Uh, next up, we got Beta Ray Bill number three. This is such a f- f- interesting book. Um, I would say it's not kind of the typical Beta Ray Bill story uh, Daniel Warren Johnson is obviously having the absolute time of his life um, and it's God Color Art by Mike Spicer um, you know it's it's it's, it's kind of a, almost a, a depressing Beta Ray Bill story but we're used to kind of him seeing him very much kind of the worthy Beta Ray Bill and here we're seeing him really kind of driven to desperation and trying to find a home and trying to find a place and restore who he was and you know, being upset about everything. That, you know, he's given up so much uh, for these guardians, and to kind of, I feel like he's kind of been forsaken by by Thor, and and to a lesser lesser extent Odin as well. And um, now, you know, with Scuttlebutt trying to, you know, find the, it, the Twilight Sword. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but basically, Surtur's sword, um, so that he can have enough power to kind of do what he needs to do uh, to restore himself to the way he used to be and be able to go back to his corporate form, um, like. It You know, classic Marvel comic in that it's, you know, you have these godlike characters, but they have very human flaws. Um, so, you know, a, a part of this, this quest was wanting to restore himself because, you know, what people look at him and what they think of him with this kind of horse face that he has, um, the artwork is, you know, not your typical... Kind of old school Marvel House style. Um, I, again, it really feels like it hews to you know Johnson's strengths. Um, this feels very kind of a you know I don't know I don't know if I want to say like heavy metal or punk rock or it just got a very different vibe to it. But I think based on the journey that the character's having, I think it's very appropriate. So it never feels like it's over the top. It just feels like just just about right. I love. You know the way that I feel like the way that uh, Executioner is written will probably bug some people because um, you know the most famous Executioner story of all time is his death by Walter Simonson, and that was definitely done with a very heavy hand of gravitas and and honor. And this is a version that probably would fit more in line with the Thor Ragnarok version of uh, Executioner. Um, you can almost hear, oh, fuck, I can't remember his name, but you can almost hear that actor's name. Um, or his voice kind of coming out in the character. Um, You know, it's it's not that old school as Guardian Executioner, and you have to kind of get on board and be okay with that. Otherwise, this will be a little bit harder to enjoy. Um, I enjoyed seeing you know, uh, Pip the Troll here as well. It's, it's really good. Uh, next and last for today is Black Widow. Uh, this is issue number seven. It's written by Kelly Thompson, artwork by Elena Casagrande. And the inks are by Elena Casagrande and Elisabetta D'Amico with Jordi Belair on color art. Uh, It's the I Am the Black Widow, part one of, I guess, four. Uh, last year she was kind of put done one. one um, I like that we're not just kind of going from story to story that everything that happened to Natasha in the first storyline is really having a huge part in this it is interesting that we're not we kind of moved on to her and Yelena having their own kind of stories and we're not seeing any of the more of the men in her life for now but I think that she probably is for the best um, I do like seeing that you know it's not forgotten Blackwood was stealing still dealing with what happened in the first storyline with, with the family uh, with her with her child and her husband um, and kind of seeing how she's trying to move forward. And I like that she's kind of taking on, um, you know, um, what's it called? Uh, you know, a, a colleague. And it's just really, really well done, really interesting, uh, exciting. I like seeing how um, Yelena and uh, Natasha work together um, as they're dealing with having this friend. Uh, sorry, this uh, this colleague that they're training as well. Uh, I thought this was just so well done, so interesting. I uh, really loved the art, loved everything about it. It was just such a, a pleasure to read. Uh, it felt like it really moved along in a nice clip, and uh, it kind of knew what it wanted to be. And I think, you know, Kelly Thompson it just gets better and better as a writer because she gets more and more self-assured with the types of stories she wants to tell and how she's going to tell them. And uh, it makes it all the more interesting and enjoyable, And, uh, this is definitely a, you know, a special one. Black Widow has really been knocking it out of the park and, um, yeah, it's been fantastic. And that is all I'm talking about today. Next review is episode, which God willing will be coming out soon. Um, looking at books that came out the June 2nd of 2021, uh, they include, let's see, um, from DC Comics, Batman, Batman Catwoman, um, Let's see. Batman The Golden Age Omnibus Volume 9. Oof, that's a lot. Crush and Lobo, number one. Flash, The Death of Iris West, hardcover. Uh, I got Justice League, Crypt of the Super Dog, Trey Paperback. Um, What else we got here? Uh, We also have Suicide Squad, Swamp Thing, Superman The Man of Steel, Volume 3, hardcover. I believe that's the John Byrne stuff. And then moving over to Marvel Comics, uh, or actually I should say... Uh, IDW has, like, th- uh, Marvel Action Origins, number two. Uh, my Little Pony Friendship is Magic, number 98. Wow, I can't believe that. And Sonic the Hedgehog, Bad Guys, Tree Paperback. Uh, I was buying the singles, and then, like, I had some disruptions with my comic book store during uh, some COVID shutdowns here in Toronto, Ontario. So I'm actually, at issues one and four, I haven't been able to read uh, the issues two and three. And I don't believe my son's read them without me. I hope not, because I did not want him to spoil it for himself. Uh, and then uh, over at Marvel... Uh, there's new issues of Alien, Amazing Spider-Man, Black Cat, uh, Carnage, sorry, no, that's the second printing, sorry. Hellions, number 12, Heroes Reborn Born, number 5 of 7, Heroes Reborn Born, American Knights, Heroes Reborn Born, Marvel Double Action, I'm not sure what that even is. Immortal uh, Hulk, uh, as it gets closer and closer to the conclusion, you got Iron Fist, Heart of the Dragon, Iron Man Annual, Marauders, uh, Marvel Snapshots, Hardcover, Moon Girl and Double Dinosaur, Bad Buzz. Oh, I'm really excited about that because my, my son's been loving those books. They're you know really well priced um, uh, digest size, and I'm really excited to read more of that with him. Uh, Spider Woman Volume Two, King and Black, Savage Avengers—what a great book! Um, It's an unlikely but really enjoyable book. You got Trials of Loki, Marvel Tales Number One. Got Way of X. It's the second printing, variant cover. You got X Force coming out with issue 20, and then you also have. Um, The X-Men, Age of Apocalypse, Um, Omnibus Hardcover, and New Printing. Um, So a lot of stuff coming out as well. Uh, Thanks again for listening to this episode. You can email me at comicshenetigans at gmail.com, rate the show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and listen to us on Stitcher. The next episode is a really exciting one. I had uh, Keith Dallas on the show. Uh, He's written numerous books for Tomorrow's Publishing, but in particular, uh, he has... I've been working on the American Comic Book Chronicles um, and also a great book on the DC implosion, which I absolutely love. And That's actually part of the reason why I originally reached out to him because I just was so taken with the book. Um, so anyways, uh, it was a great conversation, really enjoyable. I think you're going to dig uh, listening to him. He's a comic book historian. He's working on these books. He's probably learned a lot more about the history of comics. And uh, I, he did, again, the work on the DC Implosion book is fantastic. It's an extremely niche topic, but he really, really sold it. And I, I, I personally loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, anyways, that'll be the next episode. And then uh, for, I think next week, so that'll come out in a couple days um, on June trying to remember what days or what June I don't know. I forget which day when June started. Uh, whenever Loki starts we're going to have an episode about Loki number the first episode uh, and then we'll kind of go into our regular schedule programming where we'll have episodes with Tom for, uh, sorry Ron Friends and another uh, X-Men uh, Dawn of X conversation with uh, Paul Scores and Nathan's truck that we've been doing as well. So that's some good stuff to look forward to as we get closer and closer to episode 900 which is kind of unfathom- unfathomable 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 that it's uh, almost at 900 episodes. It's pretty crazy. Uh, anyways, thanks for listening and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye.